Okay, so good evening. So last week, of course, there was a film, so we did not uh, have this shear. Just to remind ourselves, we're on the higher levels of Hasidus, of piety, of becoming more spiritual. And uh, we, had, we had said really that, that the focus now really was on two things, which is awe or fear of Hashem and love of Hashem. And, and awe of fear had two components, being uh, submissive and uh, a certain level of bashfulness. And, and, and love, which, we, which we'll, I guess, probably next couple of weeks get to, uh, about joy, about tzvekis, about if you love somebody, you're very protective of that person, right? If a parent, someone attacks your kid, you're very protective because you love the kid, right? So love, also, if you love HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you care about Hashem's name because you love Hashem. Um, so we're, right now we're dealing with fear of Hashem, and we discussed uh, Yerush Shemayim. It's a different world, by the way. Somebody has Yerush Shemayim, it's like you have your, your, your whole uh, viewpoint of the world is different. You see a different world. You live differently. You, you act differently. Um, when a person has your Shabbat, you feel Hashem constantly. Actually, you know, um, I don't know if I said this. I, I, like, I have a couple of like, articles in like, my... my um, one I, I'm probably going to do first, which is, not, which is a history type thing. Uh, but as an article, which I will believe neither write for Aish... I told him already. I said uh, it's not my it's not my front burner. It's my back burner for various reasons. But I will like I started and I put it aside. About about driving, about like feeling God when you drive. People like to commute. Kind of, the car. Some people in the car for at least an hour a day. Some people a bit longer. Uh, some people significantly longer. Like, it, wouldn't that be terrible, not to have any connection to Hashem? For that hour of your, you know, you know, you sleep, I don't know, from between five to eight hours a day, depending who you are. Which one? Which, which what are you gonna look? You, you didn't get. I don't, I don't sleep five to eight hours a day. You're less. I have four children. <laughs> <laughs> the rabbi has twice as many. I do have twice as many. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, okay. Um, so between three and eight hours a day, uh, <laughs> you still lose a few hours of sleep, but there's other things you do. So at the end of the day, at the at, at the end at the end of the day, I mean, you're spending a lot of your vibrant quality time in a car. Like, so I want to write this article about what a, how a person could be with Hashem while driving, and there's multiple ways. But like to me, the the. That feeling of not having Hakadosh Baruch Hu is a terrible feeling. Like it's almost a feeling of death. I mean, it's a, at a certain point, and obviously, I'm, I'm for H.com. I'm not going to say anything like that. <laughs> it's the pop spirituality, which is why I'm, I'm I, 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 you know, whatever it is. But pop. I, I would never write an article. I didn't believe it. I would never write an article. I didn't think it was important. I do think it's important. I just will couch it in very, very different terms. Very different terms for that audience. But really, it's a bit, a bit being spiritual in, in a car, right? Being having a spiritual connection, and a person who's your shemaim, everything in this world they see from a, with with a God angle. Um, they're 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 
is certainly scared of sin because of that, but in, 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 in a very healthy way. Uh, and the way they talk is differently. The way they act is differently. They're more cautious uh, to mess up about things that are important to them. And it's not, uh, it's, it's a certain, um, I, I would just say, awe of your situation and appreciation of what you're doing that you take it seriously. I think, it's, I think what Yerushalayim really does is it empowers a person to be constantly connected to Hashem and to take life seriously. Uh, it's to appreciate that our lives are serious business. <laughs> Days and minutes and, and life is serious. It's not, it's not, it's, there's nothing in life which is not serious, by the way. Nothing. Now, it does, it means that every second that a person lives has eternal potential. That's pretty serious. Uh, and so you live differently. Again, we'll, we'll, we'll pick up in a minute, but it's in a healthy, like when people, like when I speak to like secular people, like they imagine like, um, must be very hard, nerve wracking, you know, OCD issue, like, well, you have to think about God all the time. No, on the contrary, it's very liberating. I mean, and I've said this before, and we'll get to this when we talk about happiness. There is, it is impossible, just talk about a car. It is impossible to truly be happy unless you believe in God. 100% impossible. Why? Because let's say you're in a car and you're in traffic. Why me? Or, or something bad happens to you. Like, or, you know, or you're not successful. And, and guess what? There's nobody, I mean nobody, who doesn't have serious problems in their lives. Whatever it may be. It could be marriage, children, lack of marriage, lack of children. It could be uh, emotional issues. It could be a million things. And you think to yourself, like, why me? Like, if I was middle class poor, and I was working very hard, and I was a guy, and I, and I went to school, and I didn't successful, I'm always struggling, and I see this classmate, why me? Like, wh- why would you fully be happy when you're stuck in traffic for, when somebody else gets into an accident because they're texting on their phone, they're a bunch of reckless morons, right? They're a reckless moron to text on your phone when you're driving. First of all, to text, period. I want to call a person reckless moron, but it's, 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 I have a lot to say about that. Uh, which you've heard. Uh, but when you're driving, you out of your mind. Do you know what? Do you know in one second, if you're not paying attention, you drive, you can kill somebody and ruin your life and somebody else's life. That it's very serious, by the way. You really could in, in one in a minute driving a car. You can ruin your life and ruin someone else's life in, a, in in less than a minute, right? And you sit there and you text like. Are you adding my So now this person texts on the highway, gets into a car accident, and now I'm stuck in traffic for two hours. You don't believe in Hashem. Like, why this? How, this person did this to me. You live differently. I think you push it. It's impossible to be as happy as a person who has a moon of Hashem. Impossible. Person of there's nothing in their life, nothing that's by chance. Hashem picks every person you meet with, everything has meaning. It's not just that it's psychological too, it's, it's, it's reality. It's like you live differently and your Shemaim is empowering. It's on the contrary. These, unfortunately, a person without Amuna, without faith, and part of Amuna is fear of Hashem and awe of Hashem, lives a very um, sad life. That's all I can say. It doesn't mean that there's not, they don't have fun moments. It doesn't mean they're all miserable people. But there's a certain element of, of, of existential meaningless, 
and a certain element of everything is just chance, and if you have a good day, it's chance, and a bad day, it's chance. And you're, you just roll like, a, like, like, like the order, order. And, and a Jew who lives with Hashem, everything has meaning, everything is purposeful. You're in an amazing world. It's like, it's a different galaxy. Um, and really, says the says Moshe Sharim, the we're talking about Yerush Shamayim. That means fear, right? Because when when life is important, something's important. You don't want to mess it up, right? You don't you don't you don't you're not interested in making a grave mistake because there's consequences to that. And you and you believe in Hashem, and you fear Hashem. You don't you chas v'shalom to make a mistake. Now again. I'm positive that all you ladies in the past month did something wrong, and myself, I include myself. Positive. We all, we're not, we're not, now, it may have been minor, it may have been not so minor. We all make mistakes. Uh, we all make some mistakes. Guaranteed. So, what does that mean? It means that we're going to do our most in a mentally healthy compass to do our best. Hashem wants us to try our hardest. A, a, Hashem wants us to make the effort at the level that we're on to constantly push ourselves a little bit. But, but, but part of that is taking things seriously, taking davening seriously, taking Shabbos seriously, uh, taking interpersonal relationships, how we talk to per- people. Um, oh, good. One of my kids are in the bathroom. I can pick all my kids. Like, they're little kids. They don't appreciate it. They get into a fight with a sibling. Ah, they, like, it's like crazy. You can't even imagine. Hey, four kids. What's four kids? Right? <laughs> uh, you, know, you can't imagine, right? I, it's um, a full-time job. It really is, by the way. It's, it's, it, it is, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. My, 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 I my, think uh, imply that I think your wife is getting more sleep than me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. However little sleep I get. Yeah, yeah, no, she, my, my, I don't, uh, <laughs> she, 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 she's amazing. But no matter what... Once you have two or three and they, they get older, it's like, forget about it. So, but no, here's my point. I mean, seriously, they say things one to another and they're going to fight, right? Five-year-old, seven-year-old, ten-year-old, twelve-year-old, they're going to fight. They don't even think what they're saying to each other, right? Like, you're the meanest, you're the worst, blah, 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 blah. Like, like, all of a sudden, like, it's like, you can't even imagine. Like, what in the world, you know? It's just like, and everything's okay. But the adults who appreciate life how do you talk to a person when you're upset, when you're busy, when you're stressed, uh, when you're in a bad mood, you didn't have your coffee yet? I mean, you know, are you nice? Are you considerate? When you're stressed out and the person you're talking to did nothing wrong, are, I mean, how are you talking to them? Well, if, what, if what, the way you talk to a person makes it... See, my, my problem with my kids is they don't take each other seriously, so they can slam each other, right? <laughs> you know? yeah. But when, you're in a, when, you, when you take God seriously, it's not just how you take each other seriously, it's you take speech seriously, you take how you talk seriously, you take how you treat people. It makes a difference. And by the way, it doesn't just make a difference that God forbid you could hurt somebody, which makes a big difference. You sully your soul. You damage your capacity to be a kind person if it's to other people, or a spiritual person if it's someone else. And, and when, you, when you look at it that way, the more fear of Hashem, the more you care about how you act, the, and the more you care of what you do and how you do it, because it makes a difference. If it doesn't make a difference, then who cares what kind of bracha I said, or if I said a bracha, or if I dive in Shmona Esrei, and during Shmona Esrei, I read the news about Pittsburgh, which is tragic, 
By the way, I, at this point, I strongly, if you've read more than two articles, you get nothing by reading everyone's commentary, most of which is politicized already, which is terrible. Um, really politicized. I'm, I'm, I'm really tempted to write about that, actually, <laughs> tell you the truth. Um, really to... to, to, to I, I, I'm so annoyed how politicized it became um, because really, there's, there's unfortunately, two weeks before, the same journalist ignored that Louis Farrakhan called Jews termites, ignored that Jewish kids are beat up by Muslims on college campuses and terrorized in places like Berkeley and in Stanford by, by students. Just ignore these things. And like, it's all, you know, but, but you know what? If you, you, you read these dumb articles over and over and over again, they're dumb at a certain point. I mean, you know what the information that comes out, you don't need to read 50,000 articles about what happened in Pittsburgh. You, you, it doesn't help your neshama at all. You, you have the knowledge. We all should know what happened. It was beyond tragic. The Rahman al 11 precious souls were destroyed. And, and, and to, to realize that there are evil people in this world, yes, important. I can, I, I can give you, anyone with two articles, you can read it. But now you, people keep reading. I'm going to read for, and read, someone's like, I listened to the news 50 minutes, but I'm like, why? What kind of stupid, what a waste of life. So I know you're not on Facebook, so you wouldn't know this, but Nellie Zerbi posted something, and she said exactly that. Good for her. Sixteen. Good for her. Seventeen, and she said, "How can you politicize this?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah I'm, I, I, but she, but she got it as yeah. a teenager. Uh, I, 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 right? I'm so getting tricked. If a sixteen-year-old can get it, then you would hope that people two and three and four times her age would be able to get it. Unfortunately, right. they don't. Right. Good. So no, I, I, I don't want to get too much attention. I just right. happened to be. That was more of a rant. But 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 at the end of the day, what's, what, I'm, what, what, I'm, what I'm heading to is this. Is if you're reading a paper and you start thinking Shon Esri about Pittsburgh, I'm talking about people think I'm very holy. I can think about Pittsburgh in the middle of Shon Esri. No, you're you're you're, you're missing Shon Esri. If you think you're in the middle of Pittsburgh in the middle of Shon Esri, you've just squandered Shon Esri. If you think about on Shabbos what you're eating for Chont or where guests coming, oh Chassus Orchem, why are you offering a vinu left Hashem to, in the middle to go get? No, that's something you do in Shon Esri. Okay, that is not what you do in Shon. Don't let the Yitzhar tell you that. Ever. That's not what you do in Shimon right? right? And so, but the problem is like this. We don't even appreciate our davening. It's, like, it's not such a big deal. We can daven Shimon Esri, not daven, not daven well once. It doesn't bother us. We don't even, it doesn't even make a bracha, you say Shema, it doesn't bother us one iota. I, I think I said this story, but El Yulapian, in World War II, he was in, the, he was in London, when, when the, the Nazi blitzkrieg in the summer of 1940, when they were bombing London, and he was once davening Mincha in, ni- in the summer of 1940 in London, which, which was the most decisive summer of the World War II. Right? That was the summer where, when Churchill took over England, and England almost collapsed. Um, it, you know, he's da- so it's a pretty crazy time. He's davening Mincha, and the Nazis start strip bombing, bombing London. Right, all around him, and they're screaming, "Get to the shelters! Get!" To the... And he's in the middle of mincha, and he gets to the shelter after he finishes his mincha, and he's so upset. He says, "Stirred my mincha." He's bothered. He 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 was bothered that he, his mincha wasn't the same. Okay, so you know why? Because Rabbi Elia Lapian Zatzal, every mincha was literally. Mega millions. That's how he lived. And if he didn't daven mincha correctly, it bothered him. He he was a person who lived with Yerushalayim. 
<laughs> person who, who was Malav Godish Yerushalayim. And it bothered him if, and if he would scream at somebody or if he'd get upset at somebody. And there was a, they say that the Mashkich of Lakewood, if he had a, a, a if he had a little anger in his heart or he got a little god, he'd go to the mikvah. Now, I'm not saying a person has to go to the mikvah, but you know what that meant? I meant it bothered him if he, if he thought of uh, a, a haughty thought. It bothered him if inside he thought, I don't really like that person or I'm really angry at that person. That's a life where you take things seriously. Again, I'm talking about a very high level, but for all, it's applicable to all of us, to every one of us. So it says that Mesalos Hashem, Al Narat Besoy Kudoshim, Rabbah Menorah Kal Suvav. In the same way, it says that Hashem is dreaded by the by a Besoy Kudoshim of those in the secret of those great of counsel. Venera, and he's awesome. He's literally awesome on all the and all that's uh, that that surround him. Um, now we'll talk, this is to the angels, by the way. The Malachim, who see Hashem, are in complete awe of God. Um, of course, Malachim are, are spiritual beings that are much closer to God. It's, it's now they're programmed, but they're still easier. For them to imagine the praise of God, they're seeing more of God's greatness. Al aleim. Now, what does that mean? Now, the, God, the malachim don't have a choice, but it, it means to say <laughs> that the closer you are to God, the more in awe you are of God. Right? The closer you are to greatness, the more in awe. Well, if that's the case, I'm a dove. man. Also, the, the more conscious they are of God. The more in awe the are of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I'm David Amalek Halav Hashem King David. I'm a Shabbach v'Aimer. Would praise and say, Eshtachava El Heichal Kadshicha Birasecha. I will prostrate myself towards your holy sanctuary in, in fear of you. Chesiv b'pnei Shmi Nachasu. It also says by um, by by Aaron. And the pasuk talking about Aaron and the Kohanim. It's a pasuk in Malachi. That because of how, when they hear God's name in the base of Nigdash, they would be just hearing God's name. They were so awe, they, they would bow in total awe of God. The Oimer Ezra also, when he was talking about the sins of the Jewish people, he said, he says this part of Slichas actually, I'm embarrassed, I can't pick up uh, to pray. Because actually, this was talking about Ezra, was talking about. When he found out, when he came to the land of Israel and he saw the intermarriage of the Jews and the Gentiles, he was so humiliated. How could I pray for the Jewish people? The, 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 the greatest, uh, you know, our essence is that we're Hashem's children. We have a purpose. It's not even to denigrate anyone else in the world. It's that we have a purpose. And when you see somebody who, who, who abandons that purpose, Who's, who is B'nai Hashem, right? It's like, I'm embarrassed. Baruch Hu. Is, I, I can't. I, I'm so humiliated in front of you, Hashem. He was in such awe. He, even to ask forgiveness, like it was so, which he should, and he did. But he was such in such awe of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It, it, it was a reality to him. Pasha a reality. And, it make, and, and things make a difference. Um, so, V'ulam Hayira so, of course, Yerushamayim, true Yerushamayim, you can see in the deeds of a person. You know, you can see it in the... I can tell you, actually, as, 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 as having spoken to um, 
bigger people, some people you see when they answer, like they feel like the weight of the answer. Like they take it so seriously. Revolba Zatzal, the great Mashkiach in Eretz Yisrael, he says, say, when people would ask him life advice, he would really feel Gehenim open up in front of him. What do you mean to say? Somebody's asking him, should I go to this yeshiva or this yeshiva? Should I marry this person? Should I not marry this person? Should I move here? Should I not move here? Do you know the cosmic effects of those questions for the, the eternity of these kids' people's lives? You know? I, but by the way, I, I, people give advice like, ah, what's the big deal? I have my opinion. I'll tell whatever. Do you know, like, there's like no thought of what they tell people. Go to this school, work here, move here, speak to him, speak to her. Not thinking of marry him, not even thinking twice of what in the world are you doing. What if they listen to you and there's actual consequences to this? And life has real consequences. I, I, you know, I say this all the time. To, I teach a 12th grade girl on Mondays. She always get me after I teach, right? I teach them on Mondays. Like, you know, these girls, like, you think you go to seminary, you go to this school or this college, it will affect the rest of your life most likely. Who you meet, who you get married to, your jobs, your, your debts. I mean, there's a million things will affect. And, you, and people just give advice like, ah, even without being asked. No one even asked you. They're happy, to, they're happy to tell you what to do with your life. Very happy to tell you. Very happy to share their, their, their wisdom. Revolba, who is much smarter than all of us, he would hear that advice, he would, oh my goodness, do you know what the severity of this advice is? He answered, by the way. But he took it very seriously. He lived life seriously. I mean, life really is important. <laughs> what we do makes a difference. You know? What, what, these, are, these are consequential. And, 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 when you see a person, you can even see the way they, they deliberate and they talk, and they, it's not just, oh, we're no big deal, do it this way, this way. You know, I, I, I'll tell you, if my wife asked me to paint the room in the house, I'm like, I can care less. Like, blue, green, brown. It really doesn't make a difference to me. But if she, we're asking, which camp my kids to go? Like, I care a lot, actually, about that. Right? And I should care a lot about that. Cause I, now, don't get me wrong, if, I, I wouldn't want my house to be certain colors. I wouldn't want a pink house. Don't even though there's some like, something is like I have my hackbuds, but I don't care. Like you know, I don't. If my she doesn't ask me this, she asks me, you know, do you want duck sauce chicken or barbecue chicken tonight, or spicy chicken? I really don't care. Actually, and I, I prefer certain things, but I'm not going to use my brain cells to really think too deeply about that. I mean, let me just be very honest. I really don't care. Now, if she makes me onion chicken, I care. Because <laughs> I literally don't like that. I really don't like that. Just, I really don't like onions. Like, she wouldn't do that. She wouldn't do that. Right. So, but you know what? It doesn't make a difference in my life. If it, I like, I'm fine with barbecue chicken. I'm fine with duck sauce chicken. I'm fine with I mean, most chickens. I really don't care. Uh, it doesn't make a big difference. But many, uh, all spiritual things will make a difference. It really does. You know, if you came to the share tonight, or you did it, it will make a difference for the rest of your life. You chose correctly. Now, it could be, by the way, you had some other choice that may have been even more correct. Like, but, but on a serious note, it, it, you can, you could, you, you, we make everything makes a difference. If you daven mincha today, and you could have daven mincha, it will make a difference for the rest of your t- life. Nothing less. It's one more mincha you have in your spiritual bank account. 
and life goes geometric, not arithmetic. You know, uh, I'll tell you, my busy wife davens mincha every day. You know, not always does she daven like Rebellia Lapion. She doesn't have the time to do that. I don't know if she's not Rebellia Lapion either, but she makes time to, da- to do it. You know, it's important to her. Now, you know, there's other things she can do, which I'm sure you ladies do do. Um, you know, but the, the point is, like, it makes a difference. It really, life, what we do, how we act, the advice we give, what we tell our children, what we tell ourselves, how we daven, it makes a difference. And Yerushalayim really is, is, is that reality. <laughs> and, and it's actually a very healthy reality. It's actually a very liberating reality, to tell you the truth. You know, it's that what we do is consequential. To me, that's amazing. That's bombastic and fantastic. Um, it's Gewaldic. Verstehe? This is Gewaldic. Gosh. See, you see the problem? They didn't teach you Yiddish in, in Tehran. That made a big difference. They didn't teach you Farsi in Miami Beach. How do you know? <laughs> did they how teach do you, you know? Farsi in Miami Beach? How do you know? Did they? Probably not. <laughs> Says... Says Tanabil, says Mr. Sharm that even though it's you can it manifests, it's gotta start in your heart. It's first a hergish. You know, if you love somebody, it will come out. You'll see the love. We'll get to love soon about loving Hashem. That obviously a higher level than awe is love. The the ultimate level, which we all should aim for in a relationship, is one of, of love. Um, but it starts inside. It's the, the external Reality is, is is going to be if you if you're not reverent if you don't have reverence for a person or a place or a thing, it doesn't make it your external it won't it won't last and it won't be there. But if you're in awe, if you have reverence, it starts inside. And you'll see it on on the outside. I mean, you ever see that? The, you know when you look at the Chavetz Chaim, that video of the Chavetz Chaim. Here's the video of the Chavetz Chaim we had from the Aguda Convention, 1923. You've seen the picture, they, they, they found it about three or four years ago. You ever see, you ever see the Chavetz Chaim when they saw the video? Have you ever seen the picture of the Chavetz Chaim? So about three or four years ago, I forgot already, they, they, they were looking at, they, somebody found in the archives of the 1923 Aguda Convention in Vienna. And they, they, they had never had a a verified picture and they found that the Chavetz Chaim was in that actually I have, a, I have a big picture in my kitchen of that of a still painting of that of that video when you watch the Chavetz Chaim walk I mean it's like literally you see the Yerushalayim you saw it? do you see the Yerushalayim? the intensity of the man I mean it's like the man was like push it you felt the Yerushalayim like you see the man walk the humbleness the Yerushalayim I would recommend if you're I, I this is a video? a video of him for, it's, a, it's not. It's at the Gouda Convention, 1923, in Vienna. No, I get, I get that the video was taken at the Gouda Convention in 2023 in Vienna. If you want to watch it, yeah, YouTube. You watch it. Well, YouTube. No, I mean, I, it's. I'm sure if you look at the old Jewish like matzah and yeshiva, it was about three or four years. It was all over the place. There's, they were selling pictures all over Eichlers and Nushalayim after this. There's pictures of it. They, they took the video and they stole it, and they have a picture of him walking. I have it in my kitchen. I right, right. So, so my kids can look at the Chavetz Chaim as we eat breakfast and dinner. Uh, uh, and think how you speak. That's not a joke, by the way. Imagine Hashem being in our kitchen. Uh, but I'm serious. When you watch the man walk, I mean, you, you just, I recommend, if you haven't seen it, go Chavetz Chaim 1923 convention on, on, uh, on, if you have a filtered YouTube, you can look at it. Uh, 
Uh, you know, it's, it's an amazing, it's passionate amazing to see a, a man who lived in this world. I mean, you read his writings. I mean, you read the Chomets and the man lived with Hashem. He say how he talked to Hashem. I mean, people, I mean, the man lived, you read his writings, he's, he lived everything, every fiber of his being was your Shemaim and Avas Hashem and love of Hashem. So, he, so, um, so, so it's first internal, and you'll see it the way you walk, the way you talk. A, a demeanor, a, a prostration, lowering the eyes. Doesn't mean to be a nebuch, by the way. It means if you ever saw Shlomo's Amar Arbach, fear Hashem, very happy man, smiley, friendly, but there's still a, a, a yira. There's an awe. There's a seriousness of uh, 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 of it. Uh, like you're like a, a small servant in front of a great king. You have you have a serious journey ahead of you. You have a, you 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 are the one saving the world, right? You are the one doing amazing things. You take your job seriously. Uh, the Talmud says, "Rav When Rav, excuse me, was Rosh Hashiva of Masmachle Pumbalisa, he would pachriyade. He would. This is how he would clasp his hands. And pray like a servant in front of his master. When Rava davened, Rava was the greatest scholar of his generation. But he davened like a complete subjugation, a complete servant in front of his master. He lived with a Kaddish Barcho. He felt her, uh, literally like a servant. By the way, that's really ideal. When you daven to say, you should go like this. Now, if you're using a, holding a sitter, that's not feasible. But if you're not holding a sitter, uh, that is the proper way to daven. The Ramachalan goes ahead and is, introduces a third aspect uh, of Yiras Haraymis, of, of awe of God. And now we're going to talk about honoring God. If a person fears Hashem, you honor Hashem. With fear comes honor. You, 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 right? Um, um, and by the way, the way you honor Hashem is by doing mitzvahs in the right way, doing it beautiful, right? If you take it, think it starts to say, um, happens not to be a Jewish thing, but I, I would say um, it may not be a Jewish concept, but if the principles which it reinforces are certainly very Jewish. Let's say an anniversary. It doesn't say in the Shas anywhere about anniversaries, but if you appreciate your spouse, you take your anniversary seriously because you appreciate them. Uh, so imagine you come when you take the anniversary. And if you, if you, if, I'm not, not saying, saying people need to, to celebrate anniversaries. But I th- certainly think if you take it seriously and you make something of it, it's Shalom Bayes. That's a huge thing. That's fantastic. Appreciating your spouse, fantastic. So let's say if you're doing it, you do it right, right? You do your anniversary. It's a serious thing. You work, you're in your marriage. You, now, if you go ahead and you, let's say my wife makes you, you know, from anniversaries, Onion chicken, right? And she brings me flowers, and I'm passionate. She brings me flowers. <laughs> that, that's never happened. Uh, but she does a lot, you know. But let's imagine she does that one day. Um, I cannot take scented flowers. She brings me scented flowers, right? And she knows. She just makes me besides the the onion chicken, roast beef, which I can't eat, right? I mean, like, and she brings me white bread, passionate, vitaminless bread, right? You know. Sifted all the good nutrients out of not seven grain bread. Right? Killed my bread. Now she goes and does this for me. She says, Happy anniversary. 
Happy anniversary. Do you think that I feel good about that? Actually, do you think it's better she did nothing? Or, or, or what do you think? Of course, it's a turnoff. I mean, she would never do that. But I, uh, I pick up my wife and kids, and they're all amazing. I'm just giving you an example. I mean, she would never do that. But, but if she, anyone would, I mean, that's not a turnoff. That's a, a turnoff. Right? And so we do mitzvahs. It's all about salsa. It's all about connection. If we're in awe of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Oh, all, all the cars. Like, how do we do our mitzvahs? You know, how do we do our mitzvahs? So, in a kavod mitzvah, the kara, you know, to to honor and esteem mitzvahs for his hand while of chazal. But I'm with This is my God. I'll beautify him. As na'ah lefana mitzvahs, I shall beautify myself with mitzvahs. Tzitzis na'ah. This is for the gentleman. Beautiful tzitzis, good condition, not. Shriveled up balls, uh, tefillin. Uh, spend money on tefillin. Get a good tefillin. I like a guy I bought on the shuk. I bought on eBay. Like sometimes people ask me about get mezuzahs. I'm like, I don't want to spend sixty five. The same person would go to a restaurant in Manhattan and spend sixty five on a steak for one time. You know, for a mezuzah, which is up in your door for years. It's like I had a mezuzah for forty bucks. I'm not joking. You know, I've had I've had you know some. Now, they don't know better. Some more secular Israelis who are a million times better than a secular Ashkenazi because they, they take mitzvahs. They do mitzvahs. But the same guy will go to Vegas and spend, I don't know how much money on stupidity, will we'll try to get the cheapest Lulav and Esther, the cheapest mitzvahs they could possibly get. Like, this same guy, I'm telling you, the same Pashat guy, will go to Vegas and squander money on Narishkai. But for this, now, how can I, you know, a little cheap, you know, I don't get that. And if I get a mezuzah case, get a cheap one. And everything is... But no, the Torah says, Tzitzis na, Tzfilin na, Tzifr Torah na, Lulav na. You, you love mitzvahs. It's, it's all about the relationship. You, you're in awe of HaKadosh Baruch. We're not talking about love yet, by the way. Just you're in awe. You believe mitzvahs are important. You take life seriously. V'chan amru ha'hidr mitzvah ad-shlash. Ad-kam mishalom mikan mekam al-Hakadosh Baruch Right, uh, you do up to a third. Right, should, even for a third, better to do it to do it better. Um, you know, the people cut corners about Shabbos, and they have no problem spending money in a theme park, like on on, on the vacations. But for Shabbos, they don't want to spend the money. No problem spending on on other things. But you know what? I don't know. I to, you know, cheaper way to do this. Um, it's charity. Forget about it. You know, at least the lulav is theirs. It's my lulav. It's my mezuzah. You start giving to other people, to poor people, to, to organizations. Like, you know, how can I get away with the bare minimum? You know, nickel and dime, something like that. You don't realize it. Um, so, yeah, some people say, you know, it's, it's a big waste. How long do you use the lulav and esrik for? A few days. Sukkah. How many days a year is it? Matzah. It's such religious matzahs, you know? Mezuzah, it's inside the case. You don't even see the cloth, and it's kosher. I could spend $40, I could spend $160. Why should I spend $160 on the mezuzah? I don't even see it. What do you, it's a waste of money. You know what I can do with that? I mean, potato chips I can buy. You know, I can go, you know, you know, kind of, you know, entertainment I can do, whatever it is, I can get a better phone. At the Q Phone uh, Forty Eight, it's coming out X from from Planet Orange. 
right? And there'll be another one in eight months, which will cost another five hundred bucks, more than the ten. You know, so that's like a someone showed me. I couldn't believe it. A phone, my phone costs. I don't know. Probably give it to you for free, but the, <laughs> these phones cost possibly a thousand dollars, and they get one every year or two. At least I couldn't believe it. The same people who get those phones, I'm telling you, I'm not joking, half these people would never spend a, a fraction on mezuzahs or tefillin. Like they would look for tefillin, but for their phone, they look mamish, spitz, shibish spitz. You know, they wait online for these phones, and like, I couldn't believe it. $1,000 for that phone, are you out of your mind? I can't believe it. Besides the fact that it's like a drug and ruins your life and sucks your vitality. <laughs> I mean, how do you really feel? Uh, How do you really feel about it? I really, I, I really feel that way. Uh, I really do. That, that, that doesn't mean I don't think there's good values to it. I just think that 98% of the people who, who do it, it's more of a loss. 98% it's more of a loss than a gain. doesn't mean there's not some gain. But for 98%, it's more... When they come to Shemayim, I'm positive that 98% of the people, 98%, they will, they will come to the front of Hashem and they'll look at their lives... And they will say, did they gain more from this phone or lose? They will say they lost. Positive. I don't have a, I don't, I'm saying that recorded. I have no doubt in my mind that 98% of the people will come to Shemaim and say, I wasted life. I wasted vitality. I was addicted. My davening, my relationships were hampered. Doesn't mean your life is ruined. Doesn't mean you can't do lots of mitzvahs. Doesn't mean you can't do wonderful things and be a nice person. But when you talk about this phone, did it help you more in this world? And your mission in life or, or hurt you more, I'm positive that at least 98% it will be more of a negative in this world. Guaranteed. Doesn't mean they won't use it for mitzvahs, look up the Chavetz Chaim or a million other things, but when they look at their time spent in this world, their concentration, how they dealt with people, the things that their eyes saw, oh my goodness, I'm not even going there with their eyes see, the, the sights they see, the articles they read, the, 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 for those who look, download other things on... Um, Wetsflix and uh, whatever, <laughs> and Bluetooth. <laughs> Who knows what they watch? Pasha, what they see with their eyes. Jewish neshamas. It's not a joke, by the way. There are people who will be embarrassed to look at, bring magazines into their house like this, but they have no problem looking in their privacy because no one sees what they're doing. Be humiliated to, to put some of the pictures on, on, their, on their table. They would be mortified if their parents or children saw it. But nobody knows. They're just looking at Like, you know. Um, positive. I don't have a doubt. Um, and they spend a thousand dollars on it every few months. I couldn't believe it. Haridas, you're a shemaim. Your life is serious. Again, I'm not, I really, honestly, when I say this, I think it'd be great if people didn't have these. I, I, I more want to just create awareness that you, this is your life. <laughs> life is important. You know, think about your social media use. You know, if, by the way, and I think about Pittsburgh. More than anything else, I, don't, I, I personally believe the biggest contributor to this neo-Nazi and people like that is social media. I, I, more than anything else, they just sit in these echo chambers, Jews, boom, 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 and just like makes them even crazier than they are. And that's what it does. And it unites the, the guy in Alabama, in Oklahoma, and in, 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 in somewhere in Pennsylvania in their, their, their hatred. I mean, there's, I mean the, the damage these things do. I mean, if a person wants to look at dust, you mean, I've had men come, come into my office and look at the porn, religious guys who would never go downtown, but they go on their computer and they see pornography. Do you know what it does to a Jewish soul? can't believe that. You cannot believe that people I've had, had these conversations with. 
crazy. And these Jewish ladies, they're seeing, you think it's good for you to read about other people's private lives? And stars and rock stars and this and that, what they do and their pictures and they share and whatever. You think terrible damage to your soul. Besides a waste of time, besides the potential for Lush and Hara and jealousy and everything else that it could bring. Terrible, terrible. But my point wasn't that. I just I was a sidebar. Uh, my point was, is that you, people would, would spend on that phone, that phone, good money, that they would not spend on mitzvahs. And on the contrary, they get a phone in a year, they don't look at it as a waste. The same person, oh, it's a little bit of a waste to spend so much on Shabbos, so much to spend on, on, on a lulav and esrik, so much to spend on mezuzah, you know? So I want to go to Israel, it's expensive to go to Israel. Oh, you know, I could go here and do this. Yeah, you go, go to Hawaii, see how spiritual you get home. You know what? You go to you know, a dateline problem, but... Uh, no, you're going to go there, or even Alaska, by the way. Yeah, there's nice things to see those places. But you know what? At the end of the day, there's mountains everywhere in the world. You know, it's nice, pretty. Again, I have no problem. I would, if someone offered me a ticket to Alaska, I'd very happily go. I'm nothing against Alaska. I'm Hawaii. I wouldn't go there Thursday, Friday, Shabbos. Too much of a dayline issue. But I would go. I wouldn't go to anywhere near a beach. I would, you know. Actually, I wouldn't go. Tell you the truth. <laughs> there's no minion. There's no minion. There's no minion. You know, I, 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 I've never been to Yosemite or Tahoe. I've never been there. I'm, and my, my, now I'm going, I'm, I'm going to be in the Gooda Convention on Thanksgiving, so my wife is going to Tahoe with the kids, my mother-in-law. Why have I never went there? Because there's no minion there. I can't go there. So I have never been there. I, don't, I never will unless there is a minion. Um, it's a nice place, Tahoe and Yosemite. I've heard amazing reviews about it. I'm not going without a minion. I'm not going to go without a minion. Go to a place without a minion. You know, so they're going to go. My, my, you know, it's a bar mitzvah. Yeah, you can go with my wife and kids, and I'll be having a great time. But you know what? If I had to pick a family vacation or do something, if I'm going to spend money, I'd want to do something which is spiritual. Now, if I go to New York and see my wife's grand grandmothers, that's very spiritual. That's very important. I see my parents, my wife's parents. That's keep it aviyim. It's very important. That's an investment. Right? That's a, seeing Sarachal to Sabim. I see my siblings, her siblings. That's an investment. But like, you know, people will spend money on the on things which are I mean it's I can't I you know, I can't go visit you. I can't go to the wedding. For their own vacation they can go, but their sister or their niece's wedding, I don't have the money for that. <laughs> I don't have the money for that. They would go for their own vacation. You know, it's not it's somebody else's mitzvah. Again, I'm not I'm just pointing out it's like it's crazy. It's you know, people how they think their 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 priorities are off very often. And especially in this area, with doing with mitzvahs with Hashem, it's not just to do a perfunctory mitzvah. You're doing a mitzvah. You 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 are you are honoring that mitzvah. This is amazing. This is this is gavaldic. This is wonderful. This is the best. You know, this is fantastic. Uh, to do this mitzvah. Um, uh, and in order to dispel those who think uh, to themselves, what does God care? God really cares what kind of lulav I use, the, 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 the mezuzah. God cares that if I daven shmon esrei, my nightgown versus getting dressed, does God really care about that when I'm davening shmon esrei? 
Yeah, human beings care about these things. You know, I'm talking about myself. So if I have to give the gift, if I just going to give the gift, I'm like, have to wrap it. Got to put something on it. Like, you can't just give it like that. I'm like, come on. This really, you know, no, they care. She's right, by the way. I'm not, I'm not thinking, you know. You know but, you know, people think, well, what is that shit? this guy care? This guy really care? Oh, shit, that's it. They don't live with your shalim. That's the answer. They don't live with Hashem. They don't live with HaKadosh Baruch. They don't have a, a feeling of Yiddish Shemayim. That they're mit, mit riba, you know the Chavetz Chaim say he was with Hashem. He, the, guy, the man lives with HaKadosh Baruch. He was a Malach, actually. He lives with Hashem. Supposedly, what does Hashem care if I have Shabbos meal, I don't set the table, and I have, you know, I don't use nice silverware or dishes, you know. Is China? China? What do you think God cares? I use, you know, my old paper plates or China. I can reuse something. Gosh, um, I really cares. Maybe if you'd have a nice guest, maybe. you have a hush of a guest. Right? If you have a very prominent person, the head of the company, you know, you have uh, all of a sudden, you had a knock on your door. Um, Sergi Zuckerberg is coming to dinner tonight. <laughs> okay, so Sergi's coming. Asks comes to, for Shabbos meal. You think you're gonna use the old paper plates? We have the good paper plates. Nobody, no, they bring out their best. You're gonna get some fligula, a little chicken. You're gonna get some good meat. You're gonna get a good meal. You're gonna look at it. You're gonna, you're gonna, you know, people. Kadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem. Shabbos is all about Hashem. It's, it's, it's all about relationship with Hashem. It's all really recognizing Hashem rested in this world. You should have a good meal for whoever you serve at your table because it's a king's table. Whether it's Shmo down the street or whether it's a high lawfully person, it should be the same. You're, you happen to be right, but you're, but you're right in theory, not in practice. In the real world... Not in my house. <laughs> so, you've got church if you took a book at your house ever, by the way? No, no, no. I, have, yeah. I treat the people no. the same. So, I asked you a question. Okay. I'm going to talk to I'm going to give you a hard time. And I agree with you in theory. Okay. And, and in practice, I'm, I appreciate that. You mean to tell me that you, if you would have the honor of having Rav Moshe Feinstein's at Salah, Rav Adi Yosef, you would treat them the same as you would treat anybody else? That would be very wrong. Having many guests at her table, I would. No, 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 no. no, 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 no my point is this. Rabbi, no, wait, wait, wait. Let me just finish this. If I could, no, that would be different. Because now you're right to treat everyone with, as with honor. Mm-hmm. You're 100 percent right. But if you had a Moshe Feinstein at your house, yeah. Now, Sergei Zuckerberg, I agree with you. He should be treated no different than any. He should be treated a little less than most. Man, but 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 that's so I get that. I agree with you. You're in call cover too. But we would all. I. I. I, I wouldn't. I don't distinguish between Sergey Zuckerberg or anyone. Any. But. But if I had a Moshe, oh, you bet. I would make. I'd be much more careful. I'd be more careful. I'd bring up. I you know. I have. I serve wine, but I have a couple of bottles of wine, which are like the hush of a wine. I'd bring out. I would say, my wife, get anything you can. Not because I don't respect everyone, else, but uh, Moshe Feinstein. No, Moshe, by the way, can care less. <laughs> For the record. For the record, he would care less. Right. But my point is like. You, we would all do that because that's our priority. Our priority is Kavod Torah, right? If they the Chavetz Chaim, you, 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 you want to say something like this, by the way? Yeah, I, um, 
Ms. Spillen, who's been graciously hosting me for a decade. I don't think it's that she would treat Rav Moshe or Mavadi Yosef. They should rest well the same as she treats everyone else. She, treat, she treats all of her other guests the same color. I was just going to say the same show thing. If she was hosting them. Yes. Right. She, she so she, but when they come, it would be a higher level. That's the point. I, admit. Yeah, I don't think she ever stood up for me. I'm sure she would stand for them. But I'm right. Like Right, right. <laughs> right, maybe, uh, right, right. Uh, again, uh, but you, I, I appreciate what you're saying. But the point is, is my point is not Sergei Zuckerberg. It was really the Ramesh's of the world. If you had that air table, right, even, you know, I, it just would be. I mean, we have a college barco. I mean, it's a Shabbos table, right? So, all of it, all my, my point of this is that when you live with Hashem, it's, it's a different reality. It's, it, things are different. You live differently. You do mitzvahs differently. Just to finish the part it's late, uh, and then we'll, we'll hold. So a person would say, yeah, I did a mitzvah, it's enough. I did a chesed, you know, I, I helped them out. Trust me, I don't know if you've ever been involved in shaduchin. It, it's really, um, you get a lot of slack very often. People are very unappreciative. I, I mean this sincerely. I mean, you read someone, if they don't like it, they blast you. They don't blast you. Oh, they're unappreciative. Like, like, well, mom, I don't know. Like, it's like they thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. And, uh, and, but then if you're involved in a Parsha, you know what a Parsha is? They go out a lot of times, and they don't know. Oh, my goodness. They don't, I don't know. Maybe. And they back and forth. It's so, sucks your time. You can't even imagine. It's like it's like a never ending. It's like a, I, I I still remember this. I was once in Lakewood. This is in the old days before even cell phones were pre- prevalent, and they had pay phones in Lakewood. And uh, and so you imagine you imagine the shaduchan. Lakewood then maybe had like three thousand or four thousand, not seven thousand, I guess today. And and there's hundreds and thousands of kids dating in Lakewood. That's you know it's it's the dating age kids and then call kids. So, like, there's, those phones were heavily used. So I hear a guy with a phone next to me. He's like, this is a web. I'm just stuck in this web. I'm not, I'm just, like, it's going out for weeks already. I'm stuck here. <laughs> he's describing his daily, like, he goes, oh, my goodness. The metaphor this guy was using. Like, it's like, it's so, I'm so, I can't get, go this way. I can't go this way. Like, like so if you're, like, I'm seriously, by the way, like, you know, you think there's a like, you know, I'm doing a shadach. What do you really want from me? I'm done. I, you, you figure it out yourself. But you're real shadachin. You gotta put the time in. You know, by the way, if you're a parent, I, I, I honestly, I have some parents all the time. A, very, a variation of this. It's always a variation. It's not exactly. I've done enough for this kid. Or I don't have the energy for this. Or like, good enough. enough, enough. Like, uh, I'm done. I, I, you know, I, I'm yoitze. By the way, no, you're not. If you bring a child to the world, you, you have a responsibility for life. That's, Up until it. what age does that apply? Until they're adults. I'm trying to convince my mother of that. Oh, I'm adults. Doing that. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, they're little kids, and so like teenagers, until they're married. Once they're married or completely independent. Right? And even then, there's some responsibility, albeit you have very little sway. Uh, uh, but, but to the extent you do, you're obligated. But I'm serious. People like, I give up marriage. You know what I did for him or her? You know, or a mitzvah. They get involved in a mitzvah. It's like, not, and that's when it's emotionally involved. But I'm telling you even like simple things. Like, I tried to read this one time. Now I'm trying to like, 
Same person, a, shad, a big shadchan, like they made some effort. Oh, I did so much. Like literally, it's like, oh, I did so much. They don't even know what a real shidduch is. Like, I put so much time into this. I'm, I can't do this ever again. What did you do already? Like, you know, like, it's like, I, I, I did my obligation. Like, I, I'm Yaitse. Or, you know, I came to show on Yom Kippur. The person comes, for, this is, someone tells me literally, comes to show, a guy comes to Yom Kippur like an hour. I came on Yom Kippur. Came on Yom Kippur. You know, this person came because they want to say to themselves, I did Yom Kippur. I feel good. I did Yom Kippur. I kept Shabbos. I davened. Hmm. Davened. How was your Shachas today? You davened, right? You davened. Shmon You felt Hashem. You bowed You were in awe. Yeah. You did. You davened. I davened Shachas. You feel good about that? It's amazing. Davened Shachas. It's great. But I'm serious though. How did you daven? Did you bench? We see a person bench with Kavana. I. Uh, once in a while, I get it right, and I bench. I feel like a different person when I bench with kavana. You know, if I smart enough to catch myself to bench with truly kavana, it's a different thing. But I benched. I was yaitze. I did. I did it right. I did it. It's a different world. You know, show I mean, how you do it. Everything is if you if you if you think a little bit better. If your Shabbos table is, you know, again, one thing I have. Um, I've pushed this. I think it's an amazing thing. I see in my own house a difference. My wife's the clashing of Thursday night on the phone. Like the qualitative of Shabbos, like to do it a little bit better, it's an amazing thing. Pasha, that's an amazing thing. You do a bracha, a little, it's not just to say the bracha. Because someone tells me today, literally today, well, if you eat without saying a bracha, it's like you're a thief. How about if you say a bracha because you want to connect to Hashem? Like, you know, me, wait, I have to say a bracha, I don't want to be a thief. A different galaxy of how why when you say a bracha, come on, it's not just to be yaitzay. You know, it's like you have a, a, a happy anniversary to yourself or happy birthday. Here's some daisies, like just to say I did something, or you know, uh, to sh- to show up at a wedding. Like, you know, I, I, someone's told me something. They go to a wedding to, for the good food. Oh, cr- <laughs> uh, yeah, literally the past. Uh, see the person you go to a wedding. Go to a wedding, you go to rejoice with the people. Right? Honestly, when you go to a wedding, do we rejoice? Is that like our overarching thought? Or I have to be at the wedding because she'll get upset at me or it's oblig- obligatory. No, you go to a wedding to, to push and be happy with people. That's, that's, that's how you live. Right? And, and, a, and a person in your Shemaim lives with Hashem that way. They do things because they, they realize that their life is serious, mitzvahs are serious. And part of that is honoring mitzvahs. <laughs> part of believing and fearing Hashem is to honor mitzvahs correctly. And therefore, the Ha'emesu Adam Baruch Hu is Kel HaKavod. He is the God of glory. It's a Pasuk in Tehillim. V'anu chayav l'chavdo, and since a person is Yerushalayim, we're obligated to honor him. Afa pishin et tzarech God doesn't need our honor. And our honor is really not chashev to God, but you know what? We need to honor God. A person who has Yerushalayim, a person, a person who is your Shemaim lives differently. Part of our living differently is taking mitzvah seriously. And part of taking mitzvah seriously is doing it the most honorable fa- fashion. As mentioned, we live differently when we do that. We'll pick up next week with, uh, on, this, on honoring mitzvahs and continue with your Shemaim. Okay, have a great night. On that note,